What are you listening to? Because you're like I am listening to terrible 2010s pop music. Oh, Cody. In this case, oh, it's like the worst. You know I'm listening to One Republic's Counting Stars. Oh, Jordan. If you have not gone back and just been like, you know what sounds really great right now is terrible pop music from 2010. <gasps> oh, I mean, so I did listen, it wasn't 2010, but I did listen to a lot of Fall Out Boy a couple of years ago. <laughs> terrible yeah. pop music from the early 2000s. I'm just going to listen to Radioactive on repeat for the rest of my oh, life. Oh, God. Fucking, I can't with that song anymore. I want, every time I hear it, I want to shoot myself in the mouth. I am going to listen to that. I'm going to listen to that song and picture you killing yourself. I am going to put that in the episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be the stinger at the end of the episode. I'm going to listen to that song and picture you killing yourself. It's going to be the episode stinger. Uh, No, that's what it's going to be. Start with. It's like Jordan. We should start doing cold opens. Yeah, yeah. We can just do a cold open. So, (laughs) so Cody, what are we going to be talking about this week? I didn't need you. I was already leading into the episode. What we're talking about (laughs) is if we think that there is an effective way to do romance within a video game. No, show's over. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. (laughs) I'm trying to think real hard if I think it's ever been done well. And I kind of want to prelude into this because, like, just kind of what I've been thinking. And, like, we're going to talk about this, like, the same kind of thing on the side characters, but in a more, like, how, like, romance and video games can just be, like, a horrible bad thing. But, like, this comes from, like, every time I play a game with the romance, like, I want to do the romance, but then it feels weird because it is like it's like this manipulative weird thing where you're like giving gifts and you're specifically looking up guides or well sometimes looking up guides but you're doing things in order to get someone to like you and that's not how real life works where you're just constant like where it's a transactional thing if i do these right things then this person will want to fuck well, me and that's so, what it feels like with re- video game romances and that's why i'm saying it's like is there an actual right way to do this where i'm not feeling gross i think what you said is like the problem is, I, I think that within a video game, you are always going to have... Okay, so I'm going to play Devil's Advocate a little bit. So the okay, problem is, within, within a video game, you are always going to have rules and limitations and like equations within the game, right? It has to follow its own set of rules, and those rules are very small compared to real life, right? <laughs> so, yeah. like... If a character has a rule, and so I'm like thinking about like talking about being transactional, right? So like mm. in Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley, one of your romance options, she likes amethyst, right? Yeah. So you, you know if you amethyst. give her amethyst, you're just gonna she's gonna like you, right? The the problem is I think the intended play scenario is not for you to Google what does this character like and then like farm up that item and then exclusively give that item to them in a like cyclical and timed out format to maximize your chances of dating them. But that is the result. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the result. And that's like, also the thing is, I think it even says, especially like speaking of the Stardew way is that she likes shiny things or like, like, you know what she likes. So you can present her with the things that she likes. Yeah. Right. And I mean, so, Some of that, I think, is, like, not far off of a... Because, like, at some point, a video game is always going to be a limited depiction of what a relationship is, right? Yes. 
And so some of that kind of stuff I don't think is necessarily bad if, like, the act of gift-giving is meant to represent you learning about them and then expressing interest in their interests, right? That That's a reasonable thing to do to, um, like, have a relationship form, right? But the problem is what ends up happening is it becomes way more power gamey, right? And you're just like... Yes grinding up those items and trying to like throw them at people. So, so, so and I think here, here's another difference that I noticed, like at least for me, and I know that I am very weird when it comes to relationships sometimes is that I end up liking the person because like, I spend a lot of time with them. I get to know them and they're like a person that I like. And I want yes, to the way that's relationships like a, a, work. Yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah. Some people just want to like find someone that they want to fuck. That's what a relationship is to some people. That's not how it works for me. Like I, think I that's an aspect of relationships at times. But 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 the thing is, has there ever been like a character in a game that you were like either you yourself or you thought you were role playing for your character was like I actually do like spending time with this character and I want to or my character would want to pursue a relationship or has it been basically be, one because you can two because the character is attractive or three because it gets you some sort of benefits in the game diane i'm looking at you <laughs> i have never done the latter i cannot think of a single time when i have pursued a romance option in a game because of mechanical benefit um blue chickens diana i'm looking at you <laughs> yeah yeah our uh the woman who pursues the blue chickens mercilessly yeah um yeah. So dated Shane specifically to get a blue chicken. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. Um, so like I would say that like an example of a game that I thought approached doing this kind of like a, a game that did it bad to me, and sorry, my friends that like Mass Effect, I'm gonna dunk on Mass Effect real hard. So Mass Effect was absolutely after every mission, you had to go and pet one of the NPCs. And in that, and then you just went through a dialogue option. You had to pick the right ones, right? And that's how you yeah. got a relationship, right? Yeah, that's how it works now, for a lot of games. <laughs> I think the problem is that, you know, in real life, if you meet someone and think to yourself, I want to pursue a relationship with this person, um, you might get shut down pretty quickly. And there's not like a reset button where you try to figure out how to say the right thing. And if you are doing that, that's kind of creepy and manipulative, right? To, like, research someone and then try to say all the right things and, like, plan it out. Um, yeah. Like, you would like that these relationships form organically, um, which is difficult to do in a video game. <laughs> so it's tricky because usually when you start a game, you meet, like, your NPCs that are romance options and you kind of pick one and then pursue it. And it's pretty mm -hmm. rare that you fail because there is, like, a method that you know you can employ to get it to work, right? Because it's a game. So there's rules that the characters follow because they're NPCs. Yeah. So, well, part of this is like, when I play games, am I just a psychopath? <laughs> but, um, and it's like, oh yeah, it's like, it's, but um, like, so I know like one way, like it works is like you're saying, it's like when you, you're like, let's you play Dream Daddy, right? Or no? I did a little bit, but not okay. that much. Well, it's enough for me to say what I'm about to say. Where it's like in in Dream Daddy, you are introduced in like with the, in the first like day of the game, you're introduced to all the NPCs, and then after that, you have a choice of who you want to like date and pursue. And if you're like me, you just pick one and you go through their whole storyline or whatever. But you can yeah. go on multiple dates with other people. But like it's it's like that where it's like you can, um, you know, 
you start with looking at these people and they're like, okay, this is a relationship I want to pursue. And that, that seems more realistic to real life than some of these other games. I think because you're meeting your like like you go to college, you meet a bunch of people, you see one that you like, and you're like, okay, well, I would like to try to pursue this relationship. And like I said, it's like a little bit more realistic than some game where it's just like, oh yeah, it's like I it's, I could just walk around handing gifts to people and well, tell one wants the, to fuck me. The gift giving one is rough because it's just like has a real world analog that's not super fortunate, you that's know? It's kind of scary, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like this does sound like prostitution with more steps, you know? Um, yeah. So. Where it's like, like in, what, what we're talking about is when you, like, the sole thing of getting someone to like you is just gift giving. There's not very much interaction. It's you're just getting, like, little star points every time you give them a yeah. gi- good gift until they're like, hey, I'm ready for you. And that's what we're saying. Well, it's like kind of prostitution where you're just kind of paying this person to want you. It's it's weird. Okay, so like I would say another to me example that was I, I think I was saying Cyberpunk did it kind of right in some ways. Um that's, where that's interesting. <laughs> you had to do things with your romantic people, right? And some of them would turn you down because of who you were, which I think was also kind of a good thing. Um mm. So uh, I think that the that, characters have a preference type of thing. Yeah. So the characters have preferences that if your character does not, not match, they just won't be interested in you. And I, mm. I've heard people complain about that. And I also like in my head, I'm like, I kind of, that's more realistic. You might be interested in someone who will never be interested back in you. Yeah. You know, that's a thing that happens in real life all the time. Um, so I think that's fair to put in a game. Um, but like the whole basically the side quests like there's a main quest and then the side quests that are just as involved as the main quest are with the romantic options so you can do all of them and become close friends with all of these people it's just some of them are not romantic with you they're just your good friends so i closer to real life than anything well and i like that because the relationship is exactly the same except you don't have sex that's it like um so you can go, you can become just as like emotionally invested, important in their lives, like really close friends that are like family. It's just, that's it. That's what it, that's the relation. That's what the relationship is. So you can do that with four different people. Um, so I like that the relationship is built in a way that does not require it to have a sexual. Well, and, and well, I think like one thing that games do a good job at like helping people forget is that relationships where you're just friends and just really good friends. And then like, it's a strong like thing are um, possible. Like some people truly believe that like the only thing of a relationship can be is a sexual relationship. So like they're making friends and they're trying to be with people of the opposite sex specifically to have sex yeah right well and so, and especially so and i think by fiction. games doing the like yeah games of fiction and doing the thing like oh yeah it's like any character you could constantly romance and like that's the end goal and if you don't get there their storyline just ends at the end like the right before you date them and it's like you're not good friends you're just this is a person that like you just won't ever complete the relationship with well, and i think and that's like, a weird thing and it, like i said helps people forget that like you can be friends with someone you're interested in and it just be a good close friendship <laughs> like the do you care about spoilers for cyberpunk no i don't give a fuck. so I know i'm not supposed end, to swear on this show but the end of cyberpunk um like, so there's these four side characters, right? And one yeah. of them, my character was dating, and the other one I was just really good friends with, right? 
Yeah. Uh, the like last scene of the game was like me and the person I was friends with just like sitting and having a quiet moment together yeah. and like holding hands. But that was it. Like that was their relationship. It never went further than that, you know. Um, but yeah. they were family, you know, it was just like th- they were that close. Um, so I liked that that was an option within that game that actually kind of went a long way because. I liked that NPC more as a like as a character. I thought yeah. she was a more interesting character. Um, so it was kind of fun that I, I enjoyed that that was that you had a character that you could become really invested in that it was not necessarily romantic. Yeah, and you didn't give them anything at any point. <laughs> like well, that's great. it was. Um, now, granted, you can still game that and make sure you say all the right things at all the right times and do it right. But it's like, eh, you know, it, it's it's one of it, it's just one of those frustrating. Like it feels it it to me. There's very few ways to not make it feel weird. And like I I do this antidote every time we talk about relationships in video games. Like I played Fire Emblem Three Houses, and there was a character that like I'm like, oh yeah, this would be like um interest. Like this would be a thing that like my character would go for, and like as we got more and more through the game, it was like, Oh, what I'm doing is I'm specifically making sure I say the right things, regardless of how I feel I'm saying the right things. And then the second thing I'm doing is going out of my way to collect these special items to give to her so that she will like me. And that, that, that felt, that felt weird. That felt manipulative. That felt gross. And it's just like, like where it's just like, I'm, I'm basically tricking a woman to marry me and yes my like my like and also it's another weird thing where it's like you're you're the teacher at this school so to a point it gets a little predatory but we don't have to talk about that part of the game of um, they are all all adults but it's just like yeah, yeah it's like oh yeah my students i'm over here hot ass teacher because like the female the female model of the character like you're like is a decently skimpy outfit for like a war game and so i'm this hot ass teacher with my like fishnets on just like hey there dorothea how's it going i got this gift for you girl (laughs) it's just like it gets to a point where it makes me feel very upset about the choices i make in video games it makes me want to play a game less (laughs) well there are pitfalls to the genre of anime (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm gonna send you a picture of what this teacher looks like really quick because like just just it's like it's upsetting you're, you're playing like a you know uh a like jrpg-esque game there's, look, look uh, there's gonna be really some quick. stuff yeah wow yeah that's what i'm saying so it does feel weird where that's my avatar is this chick with like you know long blue hair and wearing fishnets basically and in, like the skirt that like just long enough to hide your vagina <laughs> i think what i'm saying is that if you're looking for um like video games to be like this is probably going to depict the way people dress and behave in a healthy way like well you're looking at the wrong place <laughs> yeah so. maybe an anime game isn't the best way to do that huh yeah that's that's what i'm saying um i will say like so not playing the devil's advocate for that because i haven't played it but like stardew to me is very similar i guess to me it's like you're investing time to unlock story is kind of the way that i see it like I understand that this is not an accurate depiction of relationships, just like it's not an accurate depiction of farming. You know, it's like, 
it's having to reduce it down to a very small thing. And in the case of Stardew, really the relationship is like four cutscenes that happen with different people, you know? Yeah. And you get those cutscenes by grinding items and giving them to them, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I understand that this is a very this is a very like uh impressionist like depiction of what a relationship is, you know. Yeah. It's it's having to simplify and reduce and simplify and reduce and simplify and reduce. Um yeah. So it's it's tricky to me because I think that I understand how when you're playing a game like that, eventually it can like turn a quarter into this feels gross. And yeah. I've definitely gotten that way with Stardew before where it's like it just becomes so like habitual that it's like, oh, it's Tuesday. I have to go give what's your name. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it becomes like a part of the strategy of the game rather yeah. than like you can and like. <laughs> I get also, like, there is, like, a weirdness to, like, oh, yeah, you would be, like, actually caring about this fake character. Like, it is, in the end of the day, a game, but it does be, like, a thing yeah. where it's just, like, I'm doing this because this is how I get blank. Ooh. And I think, okay, I think this is maybe an interesting distinction to draw, is it depends on the way you're looking at it, which is, yeah. is a video game, like, you, are you... Masturbating playing to it? a no, game no, that no. allows you to create a story or simulate a life or are you playing a game to watch the story right oh, um, interesting so like in the case of like any of these games basically these stories are pre-written and you're just choosing your own adventure in a choose your own adventure book that has 10 stories in it right so in stardew valley there are 10 stories you can choose from that's it, you know, and it's like, that's all you're really doing. Like, I don't think that the implication is that it's like, oh, this is actually how relationships work, or you should think that this is actually how relationships work. It's a choose your own adventure story. Um, that's what you're actually doing. Now, people play games in an unhealthy way sometimes. So I'm sure that people look at this and then go, oh, this is how relationships work. Now, if you're going to try to come up with a game where the point of the game is to teach people about the way healthy relationships might actually work. I think that that's now a very different question, yes, right? True, true. Like, and I think in the case of Stardew or probably in the game you're talking about, but I don't know cause I haven't played it. I don't think that's what they're trying to do. I don't think that's no, the goal. No, no. I don't they think just want that to give you an option saying. of a character that in, at it's, the end of the game, Mary, like that's, that's all it's, it's picking different storylines in like a yeah. choose your own adventure novel. Um, like in a, if you read a novel, you're turning the page and now like you're reading a story about a relationship. Did you make that relationship happen? Like, no, that's not really, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess the um, thing difference between a novel and this is like, and I know that like you're saying choose your own adventure, but like, the the way that a novel is written, this like this is the predestined thing. The way that a game is, you are doing the actions in order for something well, to happen. That's the weird thing, though, is like the the like. I think this kind of goes back to we were talking about how like games never live up to what people say they are because they're never these truly open world, do anything sandboxes, um, and people keep pretending like they are. Right? Yeah, I'm true. So I think the reality is that when you're when you pick up a game, you're not you're not actually in any kind of control and you don't actually have that many choices to make. You have like four choices to make throughout a game and you're just picking different predetermined courses. Um, now, the tricky thing there is making a game that feels like it has like emergent ways to build relationships. And that's a lot harder. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Because I almost think that may be kind of how The Sims does it, where, like, I think you do give gifts. Or I think maybe there's just, like, flirt, and you can, like, become friends and then flirt and then, yeah. like, mar- get married or something like that, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. I think the challenge is that, yeah, I think just most games don't take the time. Th- their core mechanic is not building a relationship. It's, um, it's like something else. Like, you know, Stardew Valley is not a relationship simulator. It's, it's a farming simulator. Well, yeah, it's a farming with a relationship. simulator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so is there a way, or do you think there's a possible way to make like relationships in a game work? So there's one, I would say, I definitely think could actually be like a good example of someone having an example of good relationships within a game, but it's kind of cheating, which is like, I think tabletop games can do this really well. Well, yeah, that's um, not a video because game, they're not a video game. <laughs> um, because you just they, you, this is like regular world stuff where I gave you a prompt and then you ignored exactly what well, I said to make your own thing. No, but it's an important distinction because, like, an RPG, like a tabletop RPG, generally is kind of the same thing as a video game, right? There's an engine that you use to determine outcomes of things. It's partially skill based, partially luck based, whatever. Um, you know, like most like RPGs that we play in some ways are downstream of Dungeons and Dragons, right? Like original Dungeons and Dragons, um, because like that was kind of the first thing that did this like first person in fantasy, like adventure games. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so the trick there is though, that the role playing, like the personal soft skills part of the game are almost are not down to dice rolls or very little down to dice rolls. You can just talk your way through a situation. And if you're convincing as your person, then good things happen. Right. And so that like, you can just have chemistry with another character and then a relationship can grow from there. Right. Yeah. Um, But that is because that is the one place like in tabletop excels in that part of the game. And then, is a lot more difficult mechanically, whereas a video game, it can mechanically be a lot more complicated, but what it can't do is these, like, emotional skill things of building a relationship that feels authentic, you know, yeah. because it can only have scripted lines, it can only have scripted dialogue. Yeah, you can you can only have, at the very end of the day, if-then statements, or, right, or statements right, right. and stuff like that, rather than, like, creating a nuance of an actual relationship. So, I, like, I, I guess... Based on what we're saying, I I don't think, I mean, they could probably be better, but I don't think there is ever going to be, like, a relationship that doesn't really make me feel that weird in the game. I think a lot of it is how you approach it, and I do think that some of it is how the game depicts it. I will say it goes a long way if, like, um, part of the relationship is not just giving gifts, but also, like, having moments of emotional vulnerability and learning about each other and doing things together or, like having shared interests and activities like even if there is like some like you have to poke this many times you know what i mean like it's there's like some mechanical thing here that you could intentionally power game um i mean then the other well it's just it's really an issue of just being able to write enough dialogue to make it feel reasonable or authentic um but i mean i don't know okay so i don't know about this game but like do you choose who you like do adventures with in what's it called? The game you're talking about fire emblem. Um, I yeah. mean like technically, yeah. 
I guess like that would be something if that impacted your relationship is like who you're going on adventures with yeah, and I, and I, in your party. And I know some games like the Dragon Age games do that. If like the more you have a character in a party, like you, you like talk to that character, like like your character yeah. will talk to that character, like like that's a way that the relationship will like um, be built up is like the more time you actually spend. And I'm like, and I think that's fine. Like if you're like going out of your way to spend more time, cause that feels like a real life thing. It's like, Oh yeah, I want to hang out with this friend. So I'm going to go spend more time with this friend. Well, and like, I guess then I will say, I think this is like a, a, a point in favor for cyberpunk. And then also just like, you have to approach video games somewhat blind to really have a good experience with them is like, Having the possibility of definite rejection for a potential romantic partner, I think, yeah. would be a good thing to put in some games, um, which Cyberpunk has. I don't know if Dragon Age does. Uh, no, I know that. I know that. Uh, what's it called? Mass Effect does. Like, there are certain people you can't date based on who you are. Um, but I mean, at some point, that's like true to real life that you might make a really important relationship with someone and then find out that it's not romantic and that that's okay. You know, that that doesn't mm. necessarily like lessen the meaning of that relationship at all. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> well, now I'm just going back around to saying mass effect did a good job and I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't like mass effect. No, um, I don't think, but mass effect, it didn't matter who you brought with you. That, that wasn't what determined it. It was entirely just saying the right things to people at the right times. Yeah. And I feel like that's like probably going to be like the best and pretty much only way that games do these relationship is what you say to a person. I think choosing to do missions with people is a really, as actually a pretty solid way. Um, uh, that just feels like gift giving. I was going to say like <laughs> investing equipment in them, but that feels weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> That's the problem is like any idea I have, I'm like, I really understand why game devs have a really hard time with this. But I think this kind of goes back to me being generally dissatisfied with most dialogue tree options in any video game i usually hate those yeah i mean i Um, hate most things in video games like the whole playing them part (laughs) well you know i would say a game that has like a morality and ethics um like mechanic in it Mm -hmm. i think that you would need to have a more i think to have yeah okay this is something i would say is and again this can all be power game but you would just need to be like if you approach it from like the i'm going to do all the right stuff you can always trick a video game so whatever right um I think, one, there would need to be a lot of options um, that are all pretty well developed. Two, um, there would need to be, like, character traits that you do not choose to level, but rather level based on your actions, right? So if, like, you choose to talk your way out of situations, if you have these things that you do, like, over and over and over again, and that naturally, organically builds up certain skills, um, and then certain people are predisposed to like you more based on those skills. Um, that would be good. Uh, have the ability that it's like a game where you can interact with NPCs in a non-romantic way. Yeah. So like if this is Zelda, but you get to pick who you go on your adventures with, like, oh, you know, it's um, what's it called? Like a uh, Bioshock infinite, right? Imagine yeah. that you could like pick who you were going on these missions with, you know, like yeah. if you, your like helper person that was on this mission with you and that you were going to be having scenes with, um, you could choose that would also help. And that they might say no, based on how you're acting within the scenes. Um, now granted, all of these things are incredibly complicated, mechanical (laughs) stuff to put in a game, but that doesn't seem impossible to me. Um, like there are games that have like ethics and fame built into the game. I feel like that's not breaking new ground. 
Um, I think really what it is is that there needs to be interactions that are non-romantic. That's actually a really good thing that I just said. I think that there needs to be interactions that are non-romantic and not gift-giving based. Yeah. Um, which is to say that you should play the game with the NPCs. Like, yeah. whatever the game is. If it's, like, a racing game and you're on, like, a racing team and you get to pick your racing team. Well, if you pick, your, you know, usually you're going to end up with people that you do something with. So that actually yeah, fits right? real life. I, I don't know. I just, I, th- I think there's Shoot, things now that I can be done. Now I want to design this, yeah. like racing game where you uh you know end up dating your racing team it's better than a racist game where you end up dating your racist team so like you know (laughs) whatever whatever you do is you don't want me to make a clan romance simulator (laughs) short i think that might be the most problematic thing you've ever suggested It's pretty bad, yeah, right? But you suggested it, bud. <laughs> no, I said don't do that. And I said it's better than doing that. And you're, you're the one who's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> like, I think that you're trying to pass this joke off that you made onto me, but that's okay. You're the one who like furthered it in specifically being a clan romance game. Like, like you're, you're the one who Oh, I'm that. sorry. What racist group would you prefer, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> I there is no world in which saying which racist group I prefer is a safe thing to say online. <laughs> there, there is no world uh, where that's an okay to say to people. Huh? Well, then maybe you should cut this joke out and stop setting me up for things <laughs> that you don't want to put on the internet, Jordan. <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm going to cut out everything I say and just have Cody be like, yeah, clan, it's great. I'm just going like, <laughs> to turn your words. Like, I think you said great in here. So I'm going to turn your words into saying like, some really awful yeah, that's, things. Yeah, that's perfect. Just cut cut up sentences yes, so I say horrible dip. things. You yeah. are like great. It's like, oh, I'm great? And so is the clan. It's like, oh, God, Cody, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, okay, no, that's all see now cut. I'm trying to think if there's games where you have like fun interactions with NPCs like just like playing the game with the NPCs is fun like you're on a team and you I feel mean, there's, like there's, good about that team yeah there's games like that that exist I can't think of yeah, them right like, now name my five though because I can't my, my mind's it. going blank but there's games where I like I liked the NPCs and I liked the people that were hanging out with me yeah I can't think of it. Did you ever play Need for Speed Carbon? No. Why are you only thinking about car games? Well, because that's like an example where you had like a crew and then in the races you could like hit a button and a crew person would like intervene in the race and you could have like a blocker car that would like smash someone else's car. Basically, you always raced with one other person and that car could be like a drafter car where you would like follow behind them and then slingshot around them. Or they could just smash the other people's cars. Or you could get a scout. But there were different ones, right? And you picked who you wanted to be in the yeah. race with you. Um, and they were like, there was like three different types of person, like three different um, like jobs. And then there were multiple of each of those jobs, you know. That, and they had their own personalities and, you know, their own cheesy one-liners they would say. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, along that, there was like some JRPGs that I've played where like... I spe- like even though they weren't the strongest character on the team, I kept them on my team because I liked that character. I thought like that team worked well, and like the other three characters that were in the game just didn't need to be there. <laughs> so it's like there's yeah. games when I, I play. I think that with would NPCs actually be a cool way to, to do NPCs, it. Yeah, 
And it's like, oh yeah, the, well, the blonde know, and the freaking guy with the d- demon arm. They're my best friends. And honestly, in Stardew, that's actually something I really wish that there was, is like activities to do with your friends. Um, because then it would feel like, you know, if you're like trying to make friends with someone, you could do something with them, right? And it doesn't have to be anything that complicated, even if it was just like, invite them over for dinner and you can like cook a meal and then have dinner together or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, see, but that's the thing. And I feel like that should be more of a thing, but that's a thing in a lot of games. Like when you do invite like a party member out, like on a solo mission or things like that, it's specifically to develop the relationship rather than being um, like, Oh yeah, we're just building our team in a general sense. What do you mean? Well, like, 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 so, like, and this is coming from the perspective of playing JRPGs, like, you do have, like, the things, like, the more you talk to your um, teammates and have them on your team, like, the more, like, you'll build up, like, the this, like, you know, the, like, charm level or whatever the hell you want to call it. And so then, like, eventually there will be, like, oh, yeah, here's a solo mission you could go on and see this scene with your character. But, like, when you do things like that, that is specifically because you are trying to pursue the relationship and it's not just, like, a... Like, oh, hey, I'm going out on this, like, adventure with my party member because we're best buds and we, like, understand each other now. I, mm, I'm not going to have to re-explain that. I'm not re-explaining that. No, no, no. I think I disagree with you. Uh, is that not exactly what a date is? Like, you don't ask someone to go on a date because you're hungry. Yeah, but you can ask, like, you can, okay, Cody, if I was living in Indiana, I could be like, hey, Cody, you want to go out to this, like, um, restaurant, and this could be just us hanging out, right? Yeah, but I would assume that is not because you actually are hungry. I would assume that that's because you want to talk and spend time with you, yeah, right? Yeah, but it's not because I want to fuck you, is what I'm saying, and that's a lot of games are, like, doing okay, those no, things are because like, you want you to have a relationship out on with a that date, character. If you ask someone out on a date, it's because you're romantically interested. In yes, but I'm saying you should have a time where you just can invite a party member out for a solo thing without it being a setup to a date is what I'm trying to say. Oh, I see what but, you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not really yeah, explaining myself I can see, again. I can see what you mean by that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think that I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if it happens sometimes. But I understand what you mean about it not being like the only way that you can spend time with an NPC one-on-one. That does make sense. I get yeah. what you mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you should be able to spend time with the NPC without it specifically building up. And like it could be a thing where like, yeah, they do start to like you and like that's part of a normal thing of life where like, oh, you have to reject this guy, be like, oh yeah, I'm not interested in you. Like that that's fine. But like I don't think it should be like the only thing that comes from it is you building up this relationship with the character. Uh yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I thought we were on the same page, but apparently we're not. <laughs> I think we mostly are. I just, um, I think that I'm like kind of under a little bit understanding that video games at some point, like if people look up a walkthrough, a video game can always be broken and lose immersion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's true for like every part of every video game, you know? Yes. I will treat every relationship I have in life like the Moonlight Greatsword. Um, well, but I mean, if you treat your life like a video game and assume that if you, like, follow these steps, you know, you'll be successful. I mean, this is exactly how people get scammed out of money. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, exactly. like, basically, that's called, um, like, BS, like, oh, come here to this success seminar. Um, like, so, really quick, huh? I, I have joined this thing. Um, If you... You can buy in on it, and then we can sell together, and we'll all make a million dollars eventually. But you're going to help me get to the next level, and you have to spread it to someone else so they could get to the next yeah. level. I was really concerned when you started that. I was like, oh, no. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. There was like a second where you said that too straight, and I was like, <laughs> right, straight man, no. that a little too much. Where it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. bit too like flat. Of like, oh no, we're not going to be friends no more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. So I'm going to send you a Facebook message like once a month just to see if like you want to get in on us. Hey, bud, how you been doing lately? I've really been thinking about you. Anyways, I got this great opportunity. I love it when it's like a person that you have never. You haven't talked to in like 10 years. I was like, hey, so I was thinking about you. So um, there's this great opportunity here. It's like, why are you talking? First of all, why are you talking to me? Second of all, stop. <laughs> Just for stop. money. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. No, it's not even for money. It's so they can get out of the hole they found themselves <laughs> just dragging themselves down. One of, one of my friends, I really wanted to buy them. Uh, I really wanted to try to buy them an NFT just to mess with them. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh like get God. like the stupidest cheapest NFT and see figure out how to send it to them, but I have Jeez. no idea how to do that. And I think they'd have to have a wallet. And they're not gonna make one for me to send them a joke NFT. Now I want to send you an NFT, but I also don't want to give you the satisfaction of having an NFT. Yeah, no, I, right? But Jordan, it's unique. Uh. It's unique. It's digital uniqueness. But the Someday thing is, it's not like money. literally. I can f- take that same thing. Take a picture of it, print it out, and put it on my wall. You're not special. But it's not the real one. Mine's the real one. It's not. All right? It's literally not. It's unique from yours. Unless someone is sending you the source file and deleting it off the computer forever, then you don't have the real one. No, I understand. It's a copy. It's a copy, but mine's a unique copy because it has the NFT. Look. Put that song back on, Cody. It's time for me to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Here we go. Radioactive time. (laughs) Okay, Cody. I think it's time. Now that we're talking about the dark stuff again, I think it's time to end the show. I think that really what we've kind of reached is that, like, creating a realistic um, relationship in a video game is almost impossible. There are things that you can do, and there are ways that can not feel weird, but, like, the way that a lot of them are set up, it will be that way always. I think what I would say, like, my, my like, closing thoughts are, one, um, if you try, you can break any video game romance. Yeah. Full stop. There is do. always a way to basically treat it as a transaction because video games have rules and you can learn those rules and exploit them, right? Yeah. Um, two, uh, if you are looking at a video game as a very realistic depiction of how relationships actually function, you're always going to be a little bit disappointed. And three, I think the video game should attempt to have more, like, non-specifically romantic activities that you could do together um, just to build rapport with an NPC. Those are my things. Instead of it being, like, a list of dialogue options where you have to say all the exact right things. Oh, and then a fourth thing, if you're actually interested in fictitiously as a character pursuing relationships in a game. Play D&D. Play a RP-heavy tabletop role-playing game and then it basically solves all those problems because Um, you don't have to roll for relationships well i I like the way that dark souls did relationships is um like the fire keepers and like the the maiden in black in demon souls where it's just this chick that i was absolutely in love with it but we talked all the time but there was no way of ever achieving anything so it was kind of like how my dating life was in high school (laughs) i'm making a joke cody I was going to say, um, I'm like, I'm pretty sure the only thing in the Dark Souls that I'm most obsessed with were living corpses and suits of armor. So you played I did Dark not Souls 3 and you weren't like in love with the Firekeeper? Like, Wasn't chick- she a corpse? No, she was alive. Alive. 
And so is the main. No, and- she's not the one with the. She's not the one with the weird mask. She yeah, she is the one with the mask that covers the top part of her face. Yeah. I assume it's. I assume that there's nothing good under that mask. Um. Well, technically, you do kind of, in a way, find out that she doesn't have eyes because you find her eyes as an item later. So yeah, I guess that's why she's wearing that mask, huh? Look, man, I like, <laughs> I like what I like, and I'm not gonna explain or re-explain <laughs> myself. What I'm saying is, um, also the, oh wait, no, the maiden in black also had wax covering her eyes, so she also didn't have eyes. Um, the chicken Sekiro These was a These are all red flags, being. Jordan. Wait, wait, the chicken Sekiro was a normal human being? I have person. not played Oh, Sekiro, yeah, no, she was just right? a Japanese woman. That's, that's really all it was. Well, I haven't played Sekiro, so I don't know. Yeah, um, and then... Aren't you married in that game? No. Sekiro? No. I thought you had, like, a wife and kids. No, no, you're a random assassin wow, with no name. Wow, that totally made that up. Anyways. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I was just saying, oh, and Bloodborne is just a doll. She's just a living doll. She has eyes, though. I think that's what I thought. She, the, yeah, she I think had, that's what I thought. What's it called? The Fire Hebrew, yeah. She, she has yeah. eyes, though. She does have eyes. I could see. I could see maybe dating. The firekeeper. The, the, fi- the firekeeper can't see. <laughs> you missed my joke. And yeah, I'm really yeah. You, no, 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 no. You said you can see dating Steve the scaleless, which I mean, he's yeah. kind of hot. He's got that smooth skin because he doesn't have scales. I was gonna say. I guess he's honestly. I'm more of a fan of the gaping dragon. You know what I'm oh. saying? Yeah. One of the most horror. Okay, we need to stop these bits and just end the show. One of the most oh. horrifying things I've oh. ever seen in a video game is the gaping dragon. Oh. You know, honestly, no. The uh, the like asylum demon. <laughs> no, the asylum uh, demon is just like a gross demon, but the gaping dragon is actually a jarring image that I cannot look at for more than a minute. Would rather date the gaping dragon. You would rather gape basically a vagina with teeth. Then the asylum demon, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if what if, what if she has this like a horrible personality though? I'm sure she does. <laughs> yeah, the gaping, what if she like she doesn't tip um, waiters because she feels like they're beneath her? Um, she likes to pollute the environment because you know she thinks it's fun to ruin. Um, she life does or live in a really polluted area. I mean. Yeah, so, canonically so, that's true. Yeah, she that, like lives in Blight Town. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like, what if the like so so you would still date the um, gaping dragon, um, even over if the she asylum a, demon, even if she was a horrible mm-hmm. piece of shit. Yeah, okay. absolutely. No, yeah. I mean, over the asylum that's, demon. That's your, that's your prerogative, man. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, part of dating is the person's personality. So, um, if the, the I agree, but the thing is, the asylum demon to me strikes me as he would probably be the type of guy that like oh he picks his butt and definitely eats it yes <laughs> he, well yeah like that but it's like he is one of those people that's like talking about how he's gonna get everything together someday and then just like sits at home eats cheetos never showers and like swears at his mom like that is a weak-willed worthless person i would rather date someone who is like has convictions even if i don't agree with those convictions you know what i mean <laughs> i love how we're just personifying the two like ugliest bosses in this game well now yeah. no there's yeah. uh, um actually who i would date is um what what's her name the the half spider half um lady Mm-hmm. Her sister, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Her sister's hot. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm going to cut that part out. Spiders okay. scare me. Yes, they scare me too, but I think she's way hotter than the freaking gaping dragon. Okay, we're done. This episode's Absolutely over. Okay. Okay. It's going to be a cold opening and a cold close. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to stop my. You also have to say goodbye. Wait, say goodbye. Bye. There you go.